1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast and for this episode we have with us a very special guest, Ms. Chagorika Kantaria, who is the CHRO of Radio City. Hi Sagorika. thank you for joining us today. Hi Archit, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, how are you doing? I'm also good. Uh, thank you for
0: this opportunity Archit.
1: Definitely, it's a pleasure to have you here with us on board for this podcast and to interact with you. So thank you for coming on board and thank you for giving us this opportunity. So, to begin with, could you please take us through your career journey so far?
0: Yeah. So, I started my career with Times of India Group. So, this was, uh, you know, when immediately after I passed out from my MBA, I got this opportunity. And this was a really nice time for me to join because at that point in time, Times of India was setting up the HR function. So, I got an opportunity to work with a team where we set up the entire HR processes, performance management, induction to Employee uh, engagement. I got to work with a lot of organization-wide, you know, uh, initiatives which HR was spearheading. The role, defining of the role, role uh, job roles, uh, job evaluation, compensation management, uh, launching of the growth club. I was also part of the special team which was set up for launching the Mumbai Mirror. So that was my journey. So with Times of India, huge learning which I treasure till uh, date. Uh, it was a lot of hard work, but a lot of learning. So 2007 is when I was approached by Radio City to join them. And uh, that was also an exciting period because uh, we were in the phase uh, two of uh, radio licensing and we had seven stations and from seven stations, we're going to 21 station. Again, uh, the experience of setting the HR processes systems, performing in my performance management induction. In fact, I uh, uh, inducted myself, you know, so that was the kind of uh, scenario there. So um, setting up uh, this, we extensively worked on the culture of the organization in those years. So um, from setting up the HR to working on the culture where uh, we first got um, ranked in Great Place to Work. So we participated in Great Place to Work survey. So that was in 2011 when we got uh, ranked. And consistently since then, we are in the top 25 companies to work for. In 2020, we were ranked in the top five best companies to work for in India and Asia. So it's been a very exciting journey. And uh, 2015 is when Jagran uh, acquired Radio City. And I was given this opportunity to uh, set up the HR for the other business units of Jagran, which is Inext, Jagran uh, Solution, Jagran Engage, Midday, uh, Jagran New Media. So we set up the entire, me and my team, we set up the entire HR function there. And in 2020, I quit. And that, at that point in time, we became, uh, we were we were the great place to work certified. Uh, so in uh, 2022, again, I joined Radio Cities uh, back. So that was a, a really great comeback for me because we now we are working on some something different spiriting a lot of new initiatives so uh, very excited to kind of you know again reach the greater heights uh, than what we were before so during my sabbatical I also certified myself as ICS uh, ICF BCC coach so during that time I was coaching people from junior mid to senior level and um also uh, did some project with ICF mumbai Charter Chapter, where we coached uh, the students, student community, basically with the purpose of making coaching available to all. So that's what.
1: So I must say, an amazing journey you have had. I mean, you've been working there since the inception of HR function in a company as huge as Radio City and you literally build everything you've seen everything being built since the beginning so I'm sure the experience must have been fruitful and you also mentioned a few things about how you sort of developed the work culture there so if I have to ask you so my next question would be how would you describe the work culture at Radio City so our work
0: culture if I have to just define in one single line we are a performance driven organization. Uh, with a human touch. And so when I say this, uh, we believe in hiring the best of the talent and our leaders, they invest a lot of time in grooming grooming their uh, their uh, team members. Uh, they invest a lot of time in grooming and even the organization uh, through various things, but uh, uh, ensuring that there's a learning at every stage of their career uh, by classroom training, through various cross-functional projects, um, uh, peer-to-peer learning, and many, many other initiatives that we have. So uh, uh, it, it, it's a culture where um, the uh, employees uh, would le- love to learn uh, and grow and also have fun. So if I have to say that we have a learning, growth and fun culture, you know, and just to give you some data to kind of um, share like why I'm saying this, uh, we have around 10 to 15 employees, ex-employees who are joining every year. My senior leadership, we at least 75% of the heads of the department and the next levels have gone from within. You know. So, so uh, that speaks about um, why people want to kind of join back. So we, when, we, when we started, we wanted to create a culture where every uh, media uh, professionals at least would aspire to join and Um, I'm happy to say that a lot of people come and say that yeah in our career in media we want to kind of work with Radio City so
1: yeah definitely I'm completely sure about what you said considering that we've only heard good things about Radio City whether it's how what is doing what it is doing as a company and how does it function as a company from its employees and everyone so there have always been good things and I'm sure it's going to be it's going to be the same down the line so you as an HR professional carry such plethora of experience. Uh, my next question to you is: How do you think, or what do you think, are some of the non-negotiable HR practices that leaders of today must adopt to keep their employees happy and engaged? Considering this is what have been the case in, at Radio City as well. So,
0: two things which are I share about my organization: uh, two things that are uh, non-negotiable uh, for us is anybody trying to instigate employees and uh, creating creating a political culture uh, that's completely non-negotiable for us. And uh, uh, this, we believe, that causes a toxic culture. So uh, at Radio City, we in fact, I would say that everybody is involved in creating the cultures, all employees, right, from an executive to the CEO, uh, believes in having a culture which is a happy and engaged culture, right? So this is something which is uh, non-negotiable. The second thing that I would say, which is non-negotiable for us, is disrespecting the colleagues and the peers. Uh, this again contributes to the toxic, you know, culture. So these are two things that we completely cannot accept. And if we see anybody doing that, of course, the person is counselled. And if they, they still persist, they go through an improvement plan. Yeah. So the role of a leader is to inspire, motivate, and also ensure that the team members are giving best output for the organization, right? So they are supposed to support, they're supposed to recognize, they're supposed to motivate them. If there is any obstacle, how can I help my employees remove that? And so that they are their productive best. Yeah, that's the role of the leader. And that's what our leaders do. And uh, that would be one reason that, you know, we are known for our culture.
1: Definitely, I'm sure. So... When you look out for leaders for Radio City and otherwise because you've been working and you're also a coach. So, I mean, what sort of certain practices that you look out for considering that today how employees have become sort of very aware of what they want out of organ- an organization for which they work with? So do you think there are any particular skills that can really, that are really non-negotiable or you look after or look for in, uh, in a leader?
0: So, in a leader, we today is a world of collaboration, right? So, whether you are within the organization, or whether you are, you know, you want to kind of scale up yourself, so you you want to collaborate with the like-minded people with with the organizations which will kind of complement your services, so that uh, so that you know you you are able to scale up yourself, right? So, uh, one of the Key skills of a leader, or for employees, I would say one of. If you see the LinkedIn, the top ten skills that are required is collaboration, right? So we would expect the leaders to promote collaboration within the organization, whether it is within the department or with the cross functionality. So uh, that is something which, when we hire, we look for people because that is also one of our values, right? So that is one thing. We today the world is about you know. The how excellent are you in kind of giving your services? You know? How can you value add to whatever you are offering to your clients? So, you know, how how can you be more therefore out-of-the-box thinker is something that we look for so that you're able to provide the best to your client?
1: Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with what you said. I mean, everybody is looking for the best of the value for their money, and hence, you know, everybody has all the leaders and everyone working in the organization or professionals of today have to be really on their toes to deliver their best to be at the top of the game. So that was an amazing answer. My next question to you is another sort of buzzing thing we have been reading and listening about a lot these days that is artificial intelligence and automation, which has also paved its way to HR. So, how do you see the role of HR professionals evolving with AI coming into the picture?
0: So, with AI coming in picture, I, I feel that a lot of the repetitive work will get sorted. You know, for example, uh, if you need to kind of you, right now, you need to make call to every uh, candidate that you would want to hire. So, which is uh, quite boring uh, in the sense, you know. So, so that kind of the repetitive work gets out of your way, so that you are able to con- concentrate on more. Uh, meaningful work, you know, something which will enrich your own profile. At the same time, you're able to do many more things. Like I would say for HR, that employee connect is very important. So you 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 save that time to uh, connect with your employees. I would also say that you can think of, because today, the retaining talent is uh, very, very important. So think of innovative ways where in, what can be done to kind of engage your employees and retain them. Yeah. So uh, it, it leaves you with that kind of time at an organization level with new things coming in, HR gets called for, you know, initiating or, you know, a lot of new uh, processes. So you're able to contribute there. So I would say that so AI is only going to ease our life with taking away all the repetitive work, streamlining work, uh, which is time consuming and you are left with, Time where you can do much more value adding work for your organization. Yeah, so um, we all need to kind of adopt. First of all, learn, learn because this is a new way of doing things. First of all, learn and uh, adopt. You know the new uh, wave of AI that's coming in. Yeah,
1: definitely. Very Just to give you example
0: the Chat GPT itself. You know, uh, it, it's made your life so much easier. I mean, you, you whatever content you want to kind of create, you at least uh, if not 100%, it's at least makes your 20 to 30%, you know,
1: content ready for you. Yeah, exactly, definitely. Yeah,
0: uh, it saves time for you.
1: Definitely, that's I think that's the most important point of like entirely saving your time, considering it is something like a person could be taking an hour to complete that particular task, but yes. an AI tool can probably do it with seconds. So if you're exactly. getting, you have that opportunity, why can't we just enable ourselves with that sort of technology and use it for our good? But at the same time, I think there are a lot of apprehensions surrounding it. That okay, is there going to be a time when it's going to take over the human out of human resource as a function? So, do you have any sort of thoughts regarding or on this topic?
0: I would say that it won't. Yeah. So you need to yes. One is that with the you need to have a connect with your employees. So there are certain processes we have which you have to you know you have to judge it judiciously use the ai you know where uh, am i doing it everything uh, just to ease my life or uh, am i doing something which kind of will take care of the routine work so that i'm left with more time to be with people right or create things for people which is going to add value to their life right so if we use it judiciously it won't so my take is that with so much of technology coming in that connect with with people has to be great. So, in fact, I would say that that leaves you that gives you more time to kind of do this. You know, today um, I, I can see my team struggling with a lot of things. You know, uh, in terms of fixing up interviews, etc., which will get done you know uh, with the help of the AI. You know, so then you have more time to do other th- stuff.
1: It's, so it's basically like the bottom line is concentrating on more important tasks and just just putting the repetitive and sort of those uh, minor tasks. But same
0: things, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Which are important.
0: I wouldn't say that it's not important, it's important, but that's that gets taken care of, then you have more mind space to do more, you know, creative work.
1: Exactly. So now I'm going to talk about an entirely a little different topic not entirely considering that I was going through your profile and I got to know that you're also a mentor that I mentioned earlier as well so I would really like to take this opportunity for our listeners and including myself that what piece of advice would you like to give to the budding HR professional?
0: I would say that anybody who likes to uh, interact with people connect with people then this is a profession you have to be. Anybody who likes to create systems and processes to ensure that you're able to manage your talent well, this is the place to be. Uh, anybody who likes to multitask, anybody who likes to take tough decisions, this is the place to be. Yeah. If you are a lifelong learner and you'd want to learn that this is the place to be, you're uh, to be in However, three things, I don't, uh, of course, there are more, but three important things, according to me, are that um, your ability to connect with people like how approachable are you do the, the employees feel you know free to come and express themselves are you creating that safe space for them to express themselves you know so this is one key thing for an hr professional uh, second is that multitasking because you may you may have planned your day but uh, uh, there's something which crops up the conflict uh, maybe between departments or between individuals or or there could be something else, which uh, a grievance handling. So how are you able to kind of give your time to ensure that you're managing the urgent and also keeping the important, you know, in hand? So which is like supporting the organization with the hiring, training uh, employees, or uh, you know, uh, the other uh, uh, activities of HR, you know, creating the strategy, the next level for um, the organization. So, and the third one, which is again, very important, the integrity and ethics, because you are, you're a role model for the entire organization. People look up to you. You are an HR. You handle the salaries of all the employees. You handle the attendance. So are you yourself, you know, punching your card? I can manage it. Or are you doing it yourself? You have the data of all the employees. Will the organization be able to kind of rely on you maintaining the confidentiality? confidentiality? So for HR professionals, it's very important while we connect with people also to have that, you know, walk that thin line and have a clarity of distance. Yeah. So I would say this. I am picking up these three things uh, which uh, the HR professionals should maintain uh, so
1: that, you know, employees look up to you. Awesome. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. And I am sure our listeners would also agree that, you know, and definitely take this advice very seriously, considering it is the need of the hour. So my last question to you is, is now it is different, because now we're talking about Sagarika as a person. So what keeps you going besides work?
0: Okay, so um, I like spending time with my family, especially my son who's growing up. So teaching him, having fun with him, going for movies, etc., Spending time with my fam, uh, my friends. I like I mentioned that I'm also a coach, so I coach on my weekends, and uh, if there is an urgent requirement on the weekdays as well. And uh, I I love to travel, so I love to see beautiful places, capture. So I I like to uh, I like to win camera when I go out. So yeah, that's uh, and I'm a lifelong learner, so I invest time in. Uh, owning my skills. I invest the time in doing a course or uh, reading up. So that's how I spent time.
1: Well, thank you, Sagrika for sharing your very, very inspiring journey with us. And thank you for taking time for this podcast and uh, sharing your experiences, your journey and your point of views on different things related to HR and workplace and otherwise. So really, really grateful to have you.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling.
1: Likewise, yeah, then. Thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode.